Welcome back to the Jones Chronicles. I'm your host, Christina. We're just going to be shooting the shit. It's Christmas Eve. I worked today. Yes, I got off early, but I still had to work. Luckily, it was very slow, and I didn't have to do much. So I watched The Expanse, which should be dropping at 5 p.m., and I have one show that I'm behind on, which is clickbait that I need to watch. And then I'll be all caught up, only to fall behind, as I tend to do. This is what happens when you have a hobby, though, and it's not a business. I will make no dollars. <laughs> so if my body does not feel like recording, I cannot force it into a position where it feels like a job. Who am I lying to? Most of the time I'll be watching history documentaries that I just get caught up in and I'm like, oh shit, when did it get 10 p.m.? <laughs> but I've been learning so much stuff so I can pass it on to you. My daughter is out of the house too, so you already know that I'm about to get it in with me, myself, and I. This is how we do it. So I am eager to get that party started, even though it already started. First fun fact that I learned is that we don't only use 10% of our brains. I have been bamboozled by this myth. Apparently we all have. I didn't know that textbooks have been updated very often because they have wrong information in them. <laughs> so what you think you know as fact, get out there. Do some more research because you might find out that you've been told bullshit or not bullshit. I mean, there is some of that as well. But when they go into how people like, oh, my God, they showed how a science paper could get mis misinterpreted because no one ever goes back to the source. So they cite the source, but they never look at the source. And if you ever looked at the source, you would realize that we've been perpetuating a myth about something scientific. That's not. And this is how we got to the 10% of our brains myth that went around, even though this was not actually connected to a science paper. What am I saying? I'm thinking about something else. But yeah, we use, uh, humans have 86 billion densely packed neurons, 40% more than apes do. And this is largely to our ability to utilize energy by cooking our food. So raw diets give you less benefit for all those uh, <laughs> ones out there trying to make that a lifestyle change than if you actually cook your food because you're chewing less. You're not doing as much work. You're not using as much energy to break down. It all makes sense. I don't know why anyone thought that we only use 10% of our brains when clearly you know, they talk to the hemisphere because why would just one side, why would the 90% of it just be or have an out of order sign? Doesn't make sense when you really think about it. 
But hell, I was going to do a whole story off of this particular idea of how you only use 10%. So if you are able to increase that by any way, it would have fit in nonfiction. Has anyone ever suffered from sleep starts? This happens to me quite frequently, especially when I take melatonin or any other sleep aid. But it's when you start to fall asleep and then something jerks you out of it. And it's almost like you feel you, it's a falling sensation, right? Like the bottom has fell from beneath you and you end up thinking that you're somehow being propelled and, and you wake up. Um, that's something that can happen to many people that have a difficult issue with getting good REM sleep. So because I'm one of those people, I realized what that was. I always just, you know, I just put it aside. I didn't know I had a word for it. Turns out half of Americans and Europeans and seven out of 10 Asian countries, other people in Asian countries, all have sight problems and need glasses to see. This statistic just boggles my mind. That is so many people that cannot see. Why do we have problems seeing so much and it's passed down through generations there's a genetic factor, but you would think that humans needing to see would be something, you know, more of us would able could be able to do because our how genes are picked, as we know if you study science anyway, is um, nature has a way of picking what is the most successful genes and pushing them on. Why have they pushed through all these generations a pretty shitty gene? We all have blind spots. We don't know that we have those blind spots, but they're there. They happen. Just a curious, curious mutation of man that we would all be <laughs> half blind. <laughs> that just makes no fucking sense. I mean, it's just bullshit. Fuck. Oh my, 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 my. Another crazy statistic. There are 386 people born every day and that all the humans that ever have been born is a, a one fifteenth of all the humans ever born is alive right now. Take a second. I'll wait. That's crazy that it really ties back into the genetics, ties back into the fact that we are successful as a species because of the way that we conserve energy and because survival of the fittest in biology means which makes the most offspring, which may tie into the fact that while we were prolific in this one side to continue to make these babies, they also were going to be half blind. All of this is so random. It is literally impossible to be someone's plan if it is they're a shitty planner men and women which this was i was surprised to find out are born relatively equally all over the universe and i never really thought about that the fact that despite males dominating for a very long time through brute force versus <laughs> finally allowing women to have 
a much rapport, uh, calmer, and I ain't saying all men in history are shit. I'm just saying that stop pretending as if you did it by yourself and that there were not other people like women because we were apparently an equal amount of the species for a very long time maybe voicing their own opinions and that's why they we were suppressed for so very long the industrial revolution happens we start giving women rights and oh wow the world is no longer killing each other all the time on an everyday schedule but i digress back to this uh this particular fact it is something that seems to be incorporated in the natural (laughs) evolution of it all to make sure there isn't one sex out populating the other something else we've all been told my mom actually just did this to me recently she goes you want some orange juice i was like no i really don't want any orange juice but you need it it's flu season it helps prevent colds and so i noticed when i went in walmart and several other stores for particular walmart because they don't know how to stock their shelves for shit the orange juice is missing more so than it previously previously has been because it's cold season it's flu season a lot of people believe that vitamin c is going to help your body fight off that the natural vitamin and it's all a bunch of lies does not help you prevent the cold it actually has very has absolutely no basis unless you are on a pirate ship (laughs) and you're trying to avoid scurvy that is the only scientific and what's the other word i'm thinking valid use of this particular vitamin so stop thinking that orange juice is somehow going to help you fight off a damn cold or more importantly shoving it down my throat and looking at me in judgment when i don't take it because i don't hate orange juice but i don't love it and i don't see why everyone i've been actually taking vitamin c because of the fact that we've been inside <laughs> for so long due to covid and a lot of us isn't getting our natural sunlight you know sunlight deficiency that's for vitamin c so if she had said that i probably would have listened to her but because she was throwing wrong facts at me i didn't walk out the door with that orange juice <laughs> it's kind of like the idea that most people need eight glasses of water a day you don't actually you will get your eight glasses of water the majority of us get our get our uh water nutrition through our food and you're fine (laughs) you still need to stay hydrated and drink water or any other liquid but most other liquids persist of what water (laughs) so no you don't need to drink eight glasses of water a day to fulfill your water intake trust me if you do it you're just gonna bloat that explains why i bloated when i tried to do eight glasses of water i did i mean it just kept running to the bathroom it was so uncomfortable and it it made me wake up in the middle of the night it your your that your bladder is not meant to hold that much fucking liquid sugar and this is a huge one and i love throwing these facts in my mom's face 
But she is funny because the other day I was talking to her. <laughs> this is why you have to go around people. Even if you're just like, oh. Because everyone's got to help everyone out. You got everybody got a little bit of knowledge that the other person needs. And, you know, if you don't have these conversations, then, or you walk away from them because you're just like, really? I know I said if I ever met anyone that said that their earth was flat, I would stop talking to them. And that's true. But what happens when that's your family member? Then you gotta freaking reel them in. I can't not talk to you. You just became the handicapped member of the family because your brain is not functioning properly. But I was sitting down and she told me, so, you know, do you think the dinosaurs actually exist? Because I don't think they actually were real. Why are you so bad? Now, keep in mind, y'all, don't be mean to her. <laughs> this woman had picked up a a book in like four generations or four decades <laughs> generations <laughs> let's just say education is not you know some people they stop at high school and they never go back and they never go back ever it's why you get the 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 opinions you do online they just there is a gap and that gap is never bridged and most of the time they're not even trying to find any information to bridge that gap they just sit there with that with that on their uh, on their mind in pure conviction so here i had to sit spin i went over there i'm supposed to be in and out so i'll be back in 30 minutes i spent two hours over there explaining to her the permeation <laughs> evolution she got um some type of come up so she had called me the other day and we had this whole conversation right and she goes this is what she took her takeaway <laughs> she calls me some days later and she goes oh see he got some food stamps on his card so that's a blessing that can't be science and i let it slide because i saw no purpose whatsoever going into that whole conversation <laughs> so i'm like well if everything bad happened it's a curse and when it, something good happens it's a blessing Maybe the thing that was bad should have happened because it was going to teach you something. And then the good thing that happened to you is what the reason why you stay in certain situations that you stay in. Are you starving? So is that really a blessing or is that someone else's blessing that you completely are taking advantage of? But no, of course I didn't say it anything like that because we're all liars we all have to lie we cannot be completely honest i can't on this podcast but <laughs> that would done have done absolutely nothing girl i'm happy for you you got some come-ups and you think that's a come-up hey be happy i know if i got something like that in my bank account i'd be happy i wouldn't call it a blessing but i'd be happy Sometimes the universe just works in your favor. That's what luck is as well. Sometimes two people can be equally talented, but it's about the timing. It's about what's receptive. Everyone knows that success is not just the work. It's also luck. And no matter how much you try to think you can train your brain to do it, because that's also a myth. You cannot train. You can practice. You can learn new things, but you cannot train your brain 
into psyching out the universe that's just a whole bunch of hogwash <laughs> that people are selling you just to get your money and believe in and provide you with the easiest route to believing that you're going to succeed versus the fact that maybe this is something not within your control there are things within your control and some things that are not and if it involves hard work <laughs> or if it doesn't involve hard work just know that's the easy route and it's not going to work for you so going in back to the whole where i started with the sugar because my mom straight up would not let me have red kool-aid when i was young because the red the dye is what she believed would make you hi uh hyper yeah there was a lot of incorrect information turns out that this whole concept that sugar makes kids hyper is fucking made up he just dr benjamin fingold i believe is his name completely made it up no scientific backing of any nature just realize when you give kids sugar they're hyper guess what when you don't give kids sugar what are they hyper <laughs> that's what children do <laughs> that's not saying giving them a whole bunch of sugar isn't going to i don't know give them fucking diabetes but giving your child a chocolate bar or having him have a bigger piece of cake is not going to make him any more hyper than he already was before he ate that cake. It's a myth. It, it's not real. I don't care how much you want to tell yourself what when you, it's happening in front of you. No. <laughs> it's not the sugar. <laughs> it's the excitement of the moment. It's new things. Any new um, experience for a child unlike us is, is just a euphoric Thing for them that's why childhood is so precious because they can do that and we lose the ability to be able to do so when we become, become adults so another really fascinating topic that came across my my senses this week was the laws of human nature by robert green uh, it's a must there's a youtube video on it that breaks it down um, I didn't watch the entire thing yet because I wanted to bring a little bit more of what I am learning and this is where I really nerded out learning about how the limbic system is basically for our emotions and then the neocortex is the translation of our emotions the reptilian part of our brain is basically eat sleep shit fuck hey base uh survival mechanisms and then i believe consciousness comes into play regarding that limbic and neocortex system so we are at our core inherently irrational beings due to how our brains are wired of course we all know when we're emotional we become irrational beings Learning this really opened my eyeballs to how prolific this trait is in mankind as we see it in the current state that it is in, right? Because the neocortex, the translation, that part is how we become rational. 
and how we become rational in that translation from our emotions to or from our emotions to translation is to avoid confirmation bias which is pretty much what you've grown up to know appearance bias the group bias that's a huge one groupthink is so big right now because people don't want to be at the fringes i'm an introvert so i'm naturally inclined to be uh, and i'm naturally in that percentage of people that are are less abundant in the population than others so i'm already not a part of the group think i could be if i allowed myself to be but i simply just wasn't wired in that capacity the blame bias and the conviction bias i'm not going to go into details on each one there's also the superiority bias which i think those are some self-explanatory ones but the conviction one the uh confirmation bias and the group bias those are those are where people are still stuck but it also tells me that humanity has not hit any peak of development despite how much and how far we've come in a very short period of time despite what we're able to do but truly we actually haven't caught up and we haven't transcended our irrational brain more people are going in that direction yes and seem to be seeking out clearly (laughs) positions of power whether you agree with the politics of it or not but there is something to you know because i had this argument with my mom all the time where she goes it feels like everything is so much worse and i says no it's not <laughs> as much as i you get caught up in the melodrama and i am a hundred percent guilty of it as well all it takes for me to to realize that that's not true is looking back on our own history because if you look back on our own history there are many people that were dying <laughs> and i'm not just saying from death and plague I, just from the the sheer conviction bias that many people have or confirmation bias or groupthink or superiority that was pretty much the last few fucking centuries we only just started getting our shit together no wonder we're still it feels so long but it's not so long it's just our lifetime of trials and tribulations now is it wrong that we've all been set up in the first place to believe that life is about liberty justice for all and all that bullshit of course that's why some people get the shock value when it doesn't go that way because they've been living under an umbrella or they've been in a bubble of their own making or maybe the environment that they've been in wherever the case may be where they've not had to be tested to become a more rational person but in reality we have been we've been growing as a species and that growth is not is not something that's been taken in leaps but actually still very much baby steps and we continue to move in those baby steps and even though it feels like man we still arguing about is slavery okay <laughs> But we forget slavery has been in and continues to 
be a part of the culture since the culture has been born. That's not a new concept. It's as old as time as cockroaches and prostitutes, okay? Or prostitution. A lot of people live life on autopilot because it's too, it's very, very hard. It's not easy to be a rational person. You have to be aware of factors, triggers. You need to deal or how, you know, you're constantly tweaking stress. You're a work in progress. You're not a finished sculpture, but a consistent work in progress. So you have to avoid people that really aren't your friends. You have to avoid the group effects. You have to be able to set yourself apart from the thing, the peer pressure that continues to permeate society. But sometimes that's why you have to continue to have the conversations because if you're able to, it's kind of like uh, in Wheel of Time. I love when that, um, I forgot what her name is, but she says that if I can change one more mind now so that in the future, in the next generation, in the generations and the generations that come after, they're able to enjoy that peace. They're able to have a better life because we put in the work now to be better. Just something very relevant and poignant for these times. Um some strategies because you need some assistance the emotional being thrives on being ignorant step back stop trying to change people accept people for who they are um don't give rise to emotional chaos that's why they say really don't react or your first reaction especially when you're making a decision shouldn't be done in that moment it should be You know, people say you procrastinate. (laughs) Some people will say I procrastinate, which is true. Actually, I do have a procrastination problem, but that's not always the case. Sometimes I'm just taking my time to formulate and assess different angles of a problem before I'm going to give you the answer because I want to make an informed decision, not an emotional one. Not an emotional one because that's going to lead to an irrational one. I'm going to leave that food for thought. I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday season, spending time with your family, spending time with your friends, your vibrator, YouTube, whatever it is, do it and do it well. Put a smile on your face. If you want to hit me up, you know where I am. Social medias will be below. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, black or magic.